From Sarasota Memorial, this is HealthCasts, your weekly dose of health information from experts you can trust. Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Dr. Katie Gard. She is an OBGYN at First Physicians Group here on the Sun Coast, part of Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System. She is delivering babies just about what, every day? Give or take. Yep. Every single day. Do you remember the first baby you ever delivered? In residency? At any time. Um, I... Yes, I mean, I um, is that something burned in your memory the first time you deliver a baby? And how many has it been since then? Hundreds, thousands, hun- hundreds, hundreds. Yeah. Um, you know, you have different parts, especially when you're a learner, when you're a student, you have different parts in the beginning. You don't, you know, one just hands over a delivery <laughs> to you. So, so my uh, experience is cumulative in that. You know, one of my first. Um, deliveries actually kind of amazingly was in Ghana um, and a C-section, and by. I did not help deliver the baby, but by just standing there and being witness to this, it was, you know, pretty impressive. Um, and then the the deliveries that Dr. Schroeder allowed me to at least have hands on, you know, mm-hmm. those those were huge moments, um, certainly to be part of those, those, you know, new lives. In medical school. A lot different, though, when it's up to you, when mm-hmm. that little life is in your hands and the hands and the life of the mother is in your hands. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? Um, in residency, you know, you have a lot of oversight, which is appropriate and fantastic um you know they they start out with a um with you know, you'll have a, a chief resident with their hands with you you know you'll have an attending president um and that just kind of your responsibility increases increases over over years really um but yeah in residency i probably had over 500 deliveries um both you know vaginal and cesarean and um so but it doesn't make any any of the ones that are currently going on or any of those, you know, any more routine, they all, you know, have their quirks and um, get your heart rate going. Right. Every <laughs> single one. I mean, it, yeah. it is, I don't know if enough people realize how much it's a life or death situation. You don't realize it until you're actually having that baby, mm-hmm. you know, as a mother. And I have three children. Uh, each time, unfortunately, it, it turned into a C-section and that's not what I wanted. Uh, but because of some complications, that's what had to happen. So that is something I know that is a huge topic right now in the mm-hmm. world of medicine and preventing cesarean section. Mm-hmm. Tell us why. Um, well, you know, I think we're pushing more and more to try to prevent the the first, the primary cesarean. Um, and meaning that um, if we can prevent that one, then our you know, patients don't necessarily have to have a second one. And with every passing surgery, you know, it risks uh, elevate um, things like scar tissue and um, just potential for injury to other organs and things. And so if we can prevent that, um, the first one, then, you know, they have a lot higher uh, success rate in future deliveries. So um, we try really hard. I think we've changed our mindset of how quickly things need to progress before we say, you know, labor's not not progressing normally and, and the safest way out is a C-section. Uh, so I think there's a lot of patience, um, you know, which is weighed with, you know, how how the baby's doing. I was telling you during the break that, uh, and I, I had my child, he's, he's 23 now. So um, with that first baby, there was a rule with all insurance companies, you had to try to push the baby out or it would not be covered by insurance. You had to try, unless it was a medical emergency. But mm-hmm. if it wasn't, you had to just try to push the baby out. 
And now, and, and I mean, that wasn't too long after I had all three of my kids, it changed. And you could choose first time mom, you could choose to have a C-section. Why did that happen? I'm not sure why it happened, um, but that's certain, you know, there's a huge um, push as well for, you know, patient autonomy and, and, you know, all the women I take care of are, you know, well-informed, um, you know, and are in charge of their own bodies. So when, when they say, you know, I'm worried about X, Y, and Z for a vaginal delivery, whether it be that their family, you know, their mother had, had difficulties or they're concerned about some complication or postpartum course or something like that. Um, you know, we can have a intelligent conversation about why that might may or may not be a good idea. Um, and, you know, I just remind them that while it's a routine surgery, we, you know, we do plenty of C-sections and we're very good at them um, and we're very quick at them even. Um, it's still a major abdominal surgery that has risk for complications. And um, if they're the one that has that, you know, one in a thousand complication, it, it's, it's meaningful to them. It's very serious surgery going through five layers, right? Mm-hmm. Five different layers to get down to the uterus and then open it up and bring the baby out. Uh, I always, you know, I'm such a medical geek and I've observed so many surgeries and I'd always beg them, let me see, let me see, I want a mirror. No, they wouldn't let me do it. Probably a great idea that they didn't let me do it. Uh, but but I have never actually gotten to observe uh, C-section. I've, I've seen it in documentaries and things like that. But that's that's one of the surgeries I've, I've never been able to see. I've seen everything from brain surgery to foot surgery, so and everything in between, but but not that one. <sighs> I, I bet it, it's much different delivering a baby that way than a vaginal delivery. For you, what's the experience like? Um, you know, they're both totally different. And, um, you know, I, I really enjoy vaginal deliveries because it's just such a... Um, kind of bonding experience for the mother and her partner for the, you know, the family and me, um, you know, coaching her through pushing and being with the nurse team, you know, with everyone, it's, it's just like such a victory at the end. Um, when we have this, you know, baby that she's pushed out, um, the C-section is, um, fine too, you know, but same thing, try to avoid it if we can, but, um, you know, if it, if it, Uh, ultimately is a healthy baby, um, then we're all happy. Everybody's happy. Let's talk a little bit about the risks of each procedure. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have a vaginal delivery, risks and benefits, Mm -hmm. vaginal versus a C-section. So let's talk about a vaginal delivery, some of the negative things. Um, uh, A lot of these women who have vaginal deliveries go on to have some sort of incontinence later in life. Why why is that? It's about a third of women will have that. Um, You know, certainly things like size of the baby, um, other medical issues that they have, potentially obesity or any kind of, you know, chronic cough or things like that will affect um, pelvic floor. We call pelvic floor dysfunction. Um, But, you know, that is just due to the stretching of the pelvic floor, the fascia, and it doesn't um, necessarily bounce back completely. And so that can lead to to stress incontinence, as you mentioned, you know, um, leaking with coughing and sneezing and things. And, and that so, can that can occur earlier in in life or much later in much life. Much later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. So so that's one potential mm-hmm. risk. What about some other potential risks of pushing that baby out on your own? Um, there can always be injury to bladder, um, you know, just with pressure of the baby's head being there, um, especially if it's for a prolonged period of time. 
Um, there is it, thankfully less so in our country because um, if a baby is not coming out vaginally, we have the option of a C-section, but things like fistulas where there's a hole between the, the vagina and the rectum or the vagina and the bladder um, and those things communicate, um, that can be a complication. Um, there's very routine tearing that occurs, um, lacerations, and um, some of that is very routine. Um, some of it is much more severe and you know requires uh, repair in the operating room and, and you know, a kind of a prolonged recovery. Um, so hearing about those things mm-hmm. is pretty scary, I mm-hmm. think, for new moms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, oh gosh, I wanted to do it in the worst way. I was just one of those people who couldn't do it. And it's not because I didn't try. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but there are so many benefits to having a baby vaginally. Tell us about those. Absolutely. I mean, you are, um, you know, you have not had major abdominal surgery. You are able to be up and around, you know, immediately after delivery. Um, the recovery is much faster. It's much faster. You know, for any major abdominal surgery, we're talking you know, where we're entering the fascia, you know, um, we're talking six weeks recovery um, is pretty standard. And so um, things that you might take for granted as a new mom that's had a vaginal delivery or just without having had a delivery before, but, you know, being able to sit up, um, you know, into a sitting position, being able to hold your baby, um, be able to pick a baby up out of a, a bassinet or a crib, something like that. Those are, you know, hold hold the baby up for nursing, things like that. Those are much more difficult if you're in pain or, or you know, in that recovery phase. Yeah. Walking across the house without holding onto your tummy because it, it's so painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, and, and also let's talk about the microbiome. Mm-hmm. That is what is so important to a baby's health, a human's health. Mm-hmm. The microbiome attaches in a vaginal birth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in C-section, it takes a little bit longer, right? Tell us about that. Correct. Um, so, yeah, passing through the, you know, the vagina is not a sterile area. Um, it's not intended to be. And so as the baby is um, born, it receives all of this um, bacteria, which is good bacteria, and is um, populated. And so, you know, you ask the question, is this... Uh, important to do after a C-section? Is there a way to expedite this? And actually, uh, so far, it's been shown that, you know, any kind of swabbing and and sharing of that bacteria after the fact, after a cesarean delivery is not all that helpful. Um, That, as you say, it's just will happen with time. Right. Um, But that's that part is important. Yeah. Yeah. It Um, it takes longer for the microbiome to migrate and we need those good bacteria. mm -hmm. We need to get them from the mom. Mm -hmm. So uh, but but there are a, a lot of great things, too, about a C-section for, for someone who has them, which mm-hmm. is, you know, you're avoiding a number of problems that might come up with a vaginal delivery. However, the, the balance is still, I mean, every OBGYN I've ever talked to, the balance really does seem to be with uh, pushing that baby out on your own if you can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is the pendulum swinging back? Are insurance companies looking less favorably on C-sections or not? Um, I don't think, as far as I know, they don't um, differentiate in paying um, for one over the other. You know, I think thankfully they leave it in our hands to use our judgment as to what the safest is for mother and baby. Um, but in medicine, it, the, the everybody is starting to really say we've got to pull back on this. Pay attention, yeah, to to, to preventing preventing C sections and preventing you know primary C sections especially because after you've had one, then that's a discussion and, and an increased risk of. Um, having to have another, having to have another, or if choosing to try for a vaginal delivery after cesarean known as a VBAC, um, or a trial of labor, a TOLAC, then, um, you know, you, it's risky. It's risky. All right. So much more to talk about with Dr. Katie Gard from First Physicians Group and SMH. Need to take a quick break. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. We'll be right back. 
Thank you for listening to today's show. For more information on today's topic, please visit smh.com. Follow us on your favorite social media network.